It's time to take a K-drama coffee break with the K3. I'm really enjoying it. It's kind of like a just a big, soft, fluffy pillow to get into. And I really just enjoy the whole time being there. Hi, everyone. I just want to say good morning. Thanks for everyone hanging out. Happy Lunar New Year. I also want to say that uh, if you're just waking up to it, there was a mass shooting at the Lunar New Year festivities in Monterey Park here in California. So obviously all of our thoughts go out to those communities. And it's just, it's tough. So I did try and put a poll out to see if you guys wanted to hang out on Twitter or if you wanted to just pass this week. And you guys kind of said that you wanted to hang out and just have a place to talk. So here we are. We're going to talk K-dramas. I just would like to say that, you know, listen, I thought a lot about how to say this, but America's kind of a mess, y'all. My biggest thing with, with the people that we have in our community that we have is I just, I want to just encourage everybody to vote. <laughs> Because voting is really how we can make some changes in this country that I think are desperately, desperately needed. And we don't often get on too many political soapboxes here. But as you know, I mean, uh, Maurice and I are both like raging feminists. Not that being a feminist has anything to do with it. But, you know, we just that's our big political stance. Like there's just a lot going on and voting helps everybody across the board, as does being a feminist, because that's what it's about. Being a feminist is about equality for everyone. This country can be so amazing. We just, we just need to, we need to vote. We just need to vote. We need to make sure that voting happens. We need to make sure that everybody has an equal voice. That is what this country sort of was founded on. That's a whole different, that's a whole different conversation. But at the end of the day, that is what America is. It's supposed to be a country where every one vote, one person, one vote, and that's how it's supposed to work. And that's what we have to keep voting for to make happen. People just suck. I just, I don't know how else to say it. And I'm sorry to everybody whose lives are impacted by the amount of horrible, horrible people in this world. So it's just kind of a, it's just kind of a weird day. So we're just going to ride it and we're going to try and find some happiness where we can, which for me and for, I think a lot of you is K-dramas. So you know, that's kind of where I'm at with it all. Let me know how you guys are feeling. Um, I, as usual, have my delicious Americano with oat milk and one raw sugar. You guys want to start with our finale, which was Forbidden Marriage. You want to start with the finale, Forbidden Marriage. Do you want to start with our premiere that I'm super excited about, Strangers Again? Or do we want to just gush about Crash Course in Romance? Again, want to say Crash Landing. I really wish they gave it a different title. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? What are your thoughts? I feel like I kind of want to start with Strangers Again premiere because I was really, really into that. First episode, so let's just dive in because I think that's where we're going. Yes, Gina, love Strangers Again, right? I'm not going to lie. I was really excited about this one. I was super, super excited about this one. I was prepared to be disappointed. Episode one wasn't exactly what I was looking for. This is our lead. It is our guy. And this is our husband. And then our wife is our girl, Kang Sora which we love. So I was really excited about these two um, uh, being together. The cool thing is in real life, they're actually already married with children. So we have to worry about all that weird shipping things that happen, but they have such great chemistry that it's so delicious. Have you guys seen some of the pictures that they've done already as a couple, like couple stuff? So I have to say episode one, low expectations. It didn't really hit all the points that I wanted it to do. It kind of just laid the groundwork. We have two divorcees. She basically, she's a divorce lawyer and she took him for all his, basically all the alimony she can get because he cheated on her and then she divorced him. I found it really fascinating just from a, just a standpoint of looking at the Korean system of how you can get divorced. I did not realize that they do not have an irreconcilable differences clause to get divorced. There has to be a reason. And the person who is wronged is the only person who seems to be able to request the divorce 
fascinating. Exactly. They need to explain the misunderstanding of the male lead cheating. And by the time we got to episode two, it definitely seemed like it was a little dicey as to what the actual story was. And if you do look at the relationship chart, the woman, which is the first love, but it says it's an unfulfilled first love. So they gave it away in the relationship chart. Obviously, there's much more story there. And they really built on that in episode two. And by the time episode two ended, it was everything that I wanted this show to be. It's adult. They're talking about adult themes. They are two adults in adult relationships. The whole case that they had was about sexual dysfunction and male pride, which was glorious to me. I really enjoyed it. The blind date, like what's that all about? Because clearly he doesn't want her to actually be dating. There's just a lot there, right? And so I really am enjoying the the adult conversations. It's a little wacky, which I'm enjoying because I like comedy a lot. But there's some adult conversations. There's a lot of great longing looks, which is awesome. They have amazing chemistry. Obviously, they still care about each other because really, what's a K-drama if that's not the case? There's just a lot of goodness right there. That scene where they were all sitting together, the the four co-workers, the two that have the crushes on each other, and then the two married couples, and they were all just bickering. It was so well written and so well done. I'm sure some of it was improv, which was great, which I find that a lot of K-dramas do, but it just was so well done that like, even at one point, Kangsura, I think Kangsura, or I uh, might have been um, Jung um, uh, Sung Jo said, you guys are bickering more than the ex, the ex-married couple. Like what is happening here? And then they all divulged all the secrets of these two having a crush on each other. Like it's just so well done and not over the top. She's justifiably angry, but also you can tell that she still has a little bit of a crush. I and mean, obviously she has a little bit of a thing still for her ex-husband. He obviously still has a little bit of a thing for her. So what is the story y'all? What is it? Because very at the very end of episode two, it was kind of heartbreaking though when she visualized him as her bartender. And he, she's like, I didn't have a lot of questions about you over the last few years. But now that you're back, I kind of have one question. Like, why? Why did you leave me for her? And they're having this conversation as the bartender. And then her date shows up. <gasps> and then and then the ex walks through the, the, the restaurant with the first love. But they don't seem coupley. I was just, oh, this is really good. I really, really enjoyed it, you guys. Oh my God. The way her friend fell off the treadmill, I was equal parts laughing out loud and worried about the actress and hope she planned it well because it looked like, I wasn't sure if it was planned or not, but it was so well executed. I loved it. It was so funny. So it sounds like you guys are enjoying it as much as I am. So I'm really, really happy. I'm really excited that, uh, that, that the, that it, it, didn't stick the landing, but it did. The takeoff was solid. It was solid. And I cannot wait to see where else we go with this one. I already said it, but I'm, it's exciting that we have two grown adult actors in a romantic comedy where they have lives outside of the show. So we don't, I just, I'm super excited to see that. Like if you watch their press conference, they were, they walked out holding hands and they were very giggly. And I just love the fact that we know they're both married and they both have their own children. They have their own families, but they're able to very much enjoy working together. And I think that is refreshing and I cannot wait to see more of it. So I'm really excited. These two actors are just so solid. They're such good actors that we've really, really enjoyed. They're both very good at the comedy, but they're also very, both very good at the drama that I think we're going to get. I think when we're done with this one, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to overstep because we all know that it's a K-drama and it can go off the rails at any minute, at any minute. But the way it started 
I'm wildly optimistic that this could become one, one of the big ones. So I'm very, very excited. And I don't usually like dramas about cheating either, but this one I feel like is going to be more about male-female relationships and what drives people to cheat. We even talk about the couple that was that was involved in the case that kind of brought a lot of stuff out. He basically had his pride wounded because his wife was making more money than him. And so he didn't want to lose his hair on top of it. So he started taking a hair supplement, which caused him to have ED. But instead of telling his wife or getting help or stopping to take the medicine, he just didn't have sex with his wife for four years. And she basically was like, you are not attracted to me anymore. I feel neglected and ended up finding something outside the marriage that gave her some, that gave her some work felt worthy. Right. And so it's not that outside of, I mean, come on, y'all relation. You got to work at these relationships. You can't just be secretive about them. And I think I'm hoping that that's the direction in which the show goes, that it's more about, you know, how that all works. And I will say at the end of the episode, the husband was like, I still love her and I want to win her back. And I, I did. And um, Kang Sura's character was like, you got to tell her, you got to communicate. Like she was like, dude, you got to tell her all this stuff. I really dug the fact that the wife was like, listen, I might regret this, but right now I need to leave this situation and figure it out for myself. I really thought that was great. I was really excited about that. So let's talk about our one finale this week. Forbidden marriage. This will come as no surprise as you listen to me quibble about this. It was fine. It was a fine finale. I wasn't, I didn't dislike it. Everyone ended up where I needed them to end up. Uh, King and his woman ended up together. Our psychic man ended up with, with, I love that her advisor and his advisor actually ended up giving each other looks and there was that relationship. So that was happy to see those two men have a moment, which was great. You know, I was happy to see our, our you know, Shion getting the girl also sort of, but you know, I just, how we got there just was, she got, put in jail again. She had to be rescued again. I was just, I, I just it, it, at the end of the day, I was just, it, it fizzled for me. And that's where I kind of ended up with forbidden marriage. It's just, it didn't, it did not, it stuck the landing in that it wasn't a terror. It wasn't a trash ending. I think I read on Twitter and I think it, it, it encapsulates it perfectly. The chemistry between the, our two main leads just didn't quite gel for me. Once we got into the, 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 mellow of it all, right? A lot of the crying and the, it just, it, it, they just didn't work for me as a couple. And I just, I did think that this, that the second lead storyline with our first male lead, our first female lead was just much stronger. The first six episodes blew me away. I loved every minute of it and I was rabid for it. And then it just, and then I started getting into the, she's abducted and then she's in prison and then she's threatened again. And she's constantly being like a damsel in distress. And I'm like, this is not a character that is a damsel in distress. She survived on her own for seven years. I'm not going to lie. I kind of would have enjoyed seeing the deceased crown princess not being dead. Like it was all set up and her and and our female lead ending up with Shimon like that. I I, would have been completely okay with that. I'm not the writer. I just am an enjoyer and a commenter on shows. So yeah, but I will say what surprised me the most coming out of this one was really the most surprising because I haven't watched a lot of his stuff was how much I enjoyed Kim Young-dae. I was really surprised. He was he was kind of my, at the end of the day when I was watching it, like he was the one that really stood out to me. I thought he did a really nice job. All right, guys. So I think the big one that everybody wants to talk about though is everyone's still loving Crash Course in Romance. Is everyone still loving that? I'm really enjoying it. It's kind of like a just a big, soft, fluffy pillow to get into. And I really just enjoy the whole time being there. But we need to talk about this murder plot. <laughs> does anybody like does anybody have theories on this? Because I feel like the BB gun showed up and shot through her window. 
but we also shot a student and now it looks like the BB gun killer killed a student. And nobody seems to be talking about this in the episodes, nor in the trailer. Like, I feel like if one of your students either got killed or it looks like suicide, that it would have been part of the trailer that this had happened. So does anybody have theories? Because I'm not sure what that is. I am going to flip a table if they make our little puppy assistant the murderer. I will flip a table because y'all, this not, that's not this show, but I'm afraid they're going to try and make it that show. But I love our little puppy assistant. What does our girl say? He's pale and fragile. I love him. <laughs> right? Okay, so first one would die was episode four. So that one stalker girl who got pinged in the head with the BB gun did not die. Is that what we're saying? I would think since she was stalking our teacher that we would know we someone would give us this information, right? No? Am I wrong? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I just feel like it's weird that nobody's mentioned her at all since it happened. I thought it was the sun too. But again, they're leaving it a little bit hazy as to what's going on. And so I just, I'm like, is this just the sun's fantasies? Like what's going on? Like what's happening there? The friend is my favorite, y'all. This bestie is my favorite. I love her so much. She has the best lines. <laughs> she has the best lines. She has the best responses to things. She's the best friend and the best friends of best friends. I just love her. I adore her. And this is E. Bongran. I love her. She's such a great actress. What do we, we've seen her in so many things. She's just one of those people that shows up and you're just like, yes. She was in his attorney, woo. She was in Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. She's in Sweet Home. She's in Run On, The Weathers. All of them. You guys know. But I just love her in this so much. The friendship, yes. Love her and our female leads friendship. Speaking of the women in this in this uh, show, you guys, that scene between our two powerhouses, Jang Young-Nam and Kim Sung-Young, that scene, y'all, I loved it. It was so good watching two powerhouse actresses just going at it at the table. And then when uh, Jang Young-Nam just spit that seed across. <gasps> that scene, it, was so good. It, was, it was my favorite moment. And the whole two, maybe not my favorite moment, but as far as acting goes, because I think my favorite moment was when she threw the water on him because that was hilarious. And he was like, what? <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? It was so good. These two women just bring me joy. Just watching them go head to head and they're crazy. Oh, oh, so good. So good. Oh, I loved it. It's just this show is just stacked with women that are just so amazing. What blows my mind is that they treat teachers like rock stars. Don't know if I should be happy or concerned. Right, Calvin? Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I, I really wish we could just find a happy medium where, you know, they're taking care of our, your, uh, I don't have any, I have a cat. Uh, they're taking care of the children of the world, like for more than half their lives. We, they need more recognition, but maybe not rock star status. Though the scene where he thought he was super famous with the cop and he was like, who are you? Very funny. And then the other scene that I just absolutely adored in this show was when our girl was throwing water and then she hit him and he was all wet. That was just funny. I just loved it. Just the comedy, they're just comedy chops are so good. I really need him to finally tell her that he can only eat her food, though. Because I feel like, and I feel like they're coming to that conclusion, right? Oh, Sun Young, yeah. Kim Sun Young is, she's amazing. She's so amazing. I just, I can watch her. Like, she's just, she's just so good and powerful. And she's just becoming treacherous now. Just treacherous. This is uh, Jung Kyung Ho. He's fantastic. He's so good. His comedy chops are off the charts. And then he's just so good at being tortured. Like, what is that? Why is he so good? Why do I, I want to feed him. That's how good he is at what he's doing in this show. I want to know what he's living off of though, because he, he, as someone who drinks a lot of coffee, you cannot sustain yourself on coffee alone, which is probably why he's, even his math skills are going down. 
Oh yeah. Loved him in hospital playlist. Like it was my, that was my favorite storyline in hospital playlist was his. He's just, he's just, he's just got that charm that I just love so much. I do love the fact that she just kind of, she's, she puts him on the back of her bike. She can pick him up. She's feeding him. Like I just, I'm looking forward to seeing this little romance like develop for sure. Yeah. I was worried because God knows how many God awful bullying school bullying shows that we watch. I was expecting the teacher to hit him or something, and he didn't. He just had a really good, great conversation with him. It was such a beautiful moment of like, son, your whole, whole life ahead of you. What are you going to do? Figure it out. Let us know. I thought it was really great. I really loved it. All right, y'all. So those are the big three. Those are the ones that I watched pretty much this week. So let's just kind of do an open forum. What else did everybody watch this week? Uh, oh, I don't. I did not watch Pong. Did anyone else watch Pong? The Chosen Psychiatrist too. We can take Pong down, Marco. I don't think anyone's watching that. Bait and Kudu is coming out this week. Bait. Which one's Bait? Dark crime drama. Thank you, Caitlin. I love dark crime. I don't know what that says about me, but I love it. It's probably my favorite genre, that and fantasy, which is also dark usually. So it makes me happy. Where do you watch Bates? Let's see. It is not out yet until the 26th. So it's not, it is landing this week. So, ooh, it should be, it is on Vicky. Oh, it's not, they're not, no, they're not noting that here on my drama list. I need to know the writers. Okay, let's see who are our writers. Let's take a look. Oh, it's just a director. So I'm guessing it's writer director. It's Kim Hong Sung. Ooh, ooh, they did. If it's the guest, the movie, the guest, which is what the the drama was. Did he do the drama? He did Money Heist. He did bro- uh, Broker, I think is. Oh, oh, oh no, y'all. He did Luca. <laughs> Luca at the beginning. Oh, no. Oh, boy. But he also did the guest. But then he also did Black. And he did Voice. He did Liar Game. But y'all, he did Luca the beginning. Just tread lightly. Luke with the beginning, I still, I, oh my God, Luca was full of life. Oh my God. Wrap in on bait, y'all, because it's going to be a ride. <laughs> yes, Dr. G, Luca. So bait's going to be a ride. Get ready for it. It's premiering this week. Oh, I'm really excited all of a sudden. Thank you, Vicky, for picking it up. Oh my God. Luca, no. That show was fucking bonkers y'all do you guys all remember oh my god clearly you guys the electric eel electric eels he was an electric eel oh god an entire show about mutant electric eels oh my god it's hilarious oh that was just comedy gold i almost need a season two of that now but i loved the guest i loved uh, voices voice is super dicey but the first one was really good but once you got to like four and five it was just a mess uh, Money Heist Korea, I did not watch, but I, 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 what did you guys think of that? Like I, I started it, but I didn't finish it. Missing season two. I'm really, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it, but yeah, you got to go off grid. Speaking of missing season two, you guys, I think they've added some episodes to it, the season two. So I don't know what's actually going on with it because originally it was a 12 episode, a 12 episode show. And now it's being listed as a 14 episode show. So I'm not exactly sure what's happening there. Big bets is saying that it's finaleing like next week. But episode six isn't even up on my Hulu account. So I don't know if they're just behind on Hulu or what's happening. So that I know that's going on. So that's next week, you guys. That's exciting. Oh, so many, so many good ones coming up. That's exciting. And then February is like that first week in February is crazy. It's like so many finales. Like we're just losing everything. And then I've got to fill in. I think February is going to be a little bit slower, but I think it's going to give us time to catch up and kind of do. I'm for sure keeping um, Strangers again on my watch list. So that makes my watch list essentially Strangers again, 
Missing season two and um, a crash, crash landing, Jen, not crash landing. Crash course and romance are my big three. And then when I have time, I like sneak, sneak in some big bet and some uh, chosen psychiatrist. Um, yeah. Is anyone watching Island? Yes, Nora. We are totally watching Island. Have you guys seen the trailer for Island season two, part two? <gasps> it looks like everything we wanted part one to be y'all. So I'm super, super excited about it. It looks like all sorts of stuff is just hitting the fan. Things are happening. People are blazing. There's a lot of fantastical stuff. Oof, super jazzed about, about Island Season 2. So that one's coming out. Island Season 2 starts February 24th, y'all. We're going to be chatting there. Heck yeah. All right, you guys. Are there any other things you guys want to jump in and chat about? Thank you, you guys. I appreciate you. I want you to know that wholeheartedly. I appreciate that you guys are here and you hang out with us every Sunday. We can take solace in each other's company and friendship. And, you know, again, just circle back. Vote. Y'all, please vote. And if you guys all know, I work in television and I'm working on a K-drama remake of uh, My Fellow Citizens. And it premieres February 12th, if you guys want to check it out. It's called The Company You Keep. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm kind of I'm kind of curious to how people respond to it, especially as I know the K-drama originally. And so I'm really kind of excited to see what people have to think about the American remake of it. So it'll be interesting. It does, it does premiere February 12th. And when you see all these gorgeous locations that we go to, that's my department. <laughs> it's going to be on ABC Network. And then it's going to, I think the next day, it's going to stream on Hulu. Yeah, check it out. Should be fun. They're super sexy people doing super sexy things. So it'll be fun. That's all I got this week, guys. Anybody else have any final thoughts? All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Have a great Sunday. Bye. Vote.